0: Well, welcome to Soap Secrets. Another week has gone past. I don't know where it's gone. It's flown by. um, But we are back to talk all things uh, soap, and I've got the gossip queen of the soap scene, which is Claire Ruck right here next to me. Well, not literally, because we're social distancing, but (laughs) she's here. Hi, Claire. Hi, Hannah. Right. What's the gossip? Shall we start with Corrie this week? Um, Because... It's pretty dramatic, isn't it? Um, we've got Eileen, um, uh, we've got her son Todd back, obviously, and he's going to bring trouble with him. And there's some gun terror. There is. So this is
1: this is why Corrie deserves its top spot as the number one soap in the UK. There is gun terror for Eileen this week, and it all involves her son Todd because he stole money from a gangster, which really isn't something you should be doing. And um, he's on the run from this gangster, um, and we had we had heard about this in a couple of w- in previous weeks and there was a body pulled out from the canal that fitted the description of Todd and everyone feared it was Todd but Eileen knows it isn't because she got in contact with him and Todd sees this this body as a way of of, of getting away from this gangster who, who wants his money back and wants to do him harm and you know he's a really nasty person this gangster so Todd's really really worried so he asks his mum to identify this body as, as him that's a really big thing to do isn't
0: it Hannah? And you know what oh gosh what a thing to ask someone I mean you can just see the kind of panic because you want to do the right thing but on the other hand he's your son he is but he's asking you to lie to the police Yeah oh Eileen Eileen what does she do
1: She does well she's she's really she's really really unhappy um and I I can't give away because that's all embargoed um what what she does decide to do about that one but in the meantime Mike Costello the gangster isn't isn't an idiot and he knows he knows where where Todd is hiding he doesn't buy he doesn't buy any of this and uh so he knows that he's hiding in his mum's house and he comes round to the street and barges into Eileen's and pulls a gun
0: on her so and so so Todd's hiding hiding in the attic yes um is he going to go and say, I mean, he, he wasn't a particularly pleasant person when he left the Cobbles, was he, back no. in 2017? Um, and he's kind of wrecked a load of relationships. But I suppose we'll find out now whether he's changed and whether, well, he's obviously not that changed because he's still mixing in these kind of circles that he shouldn't be in. Um, but I suppose we're trying to find out whether he's actually changed and that he would put his mum before himself.
1: Yes. Will he put his mum before himself? Or will
0: he save her? We'll have to, you'll have to tune in to find out. Yeah, exciting. And it's uh, Corrie's 60th anniversary coming up, isn't it? Yeah. Anything we should be uh, keeping an eye on?
1: Yes, we should be keeping an eye on Ray. He's a really great baddie. Um, What is he up to this week? Uh, So he he offers to buy the factory from Gary. Why would he be doing that? We don't really know. He already, as we know, caused the sinkhole in the Platts house. And that made the Platts house unlivable. And uh, he's offered to help David find a buyer and of course, this buyer would be a mate of his. So he seems to be having an interest in the property in the cobbles. And I think this one will mm. run and run and perhaps perhaps come to fruition in December.
0: Yeah, well, I guess it will all kind of uh, boil over on the 60th anniversary, won't yes. it?
1: I mean, he could be doing anything, you know. He could dig up the cobbles and, and uh, tarmac the whole of Coronation Street. Wouldn't
0: that be great? Oh my goodness, me. They'd have to move. <laughs> they would. They'd have to move out. Um, so Emma Dale. Um Belle kind of she struggled in the past, hasn't she, with her mental health and she has we know she's got schizophrenia. Um, but she's having a really bad week. She is. So
1: she's already broken up with Jamie and uh, she shopped him to the police over the hit and run with her sister-in-law, Moira. And all this is playing on her mind. And she's really she doesn't cope anyway with stuff. She's she's a little she's quite vulnerable. And she starts talking to her late mum, Lisa. So this is, this is, you know, if you're schizophrenic, this is quite a, this is a really serious sign when you start talking to, to deceased relatives. Um, And she's really losing the plot a little bit. She takes revenge on Jamie by swapping drugs at the vets because they both work at the vets. Um, And so Jamie, Jamie, as a vet, he's prepared his bag. She swaps some drugs out. This is serious stuff because if he gives an animal the wrong drug, obviously there are huge consequences luckily he notices the swap. Um, he informs Paddy and Belle, she just says, I'm quitting my job and I'm leaving.
0: Where does she go though? Well, she's, is she running away from, from the Dales or is she or just quitting the job and going back home?
1: No, she's just quitting her job and she goes back home. Um, and she's really, really struggling mentally. She, she can't hold down a job um, at the moment. But uh, of course, Jamie now really dislikes Belle. They've you know they've gone from lovers to enemies really quickly, and uh, he sets in plan um, uh, in motion a plan against Belle. Um, but what what exactly has he done?
0: I mean, and this is this plan will really impact on her mental health. But not only that, I mean, it's obviously going to impact on him. I mean, the thing is, is that she's done something wrong. She's been it's been found out. <laughs> you know, she's left. <laughs> End of you think for most normal people and then you think Crikey go and get her the help she needs. But no, not not in the Dales. No. We're gonna we're gonna form a revenge plan. That's much that's much better thing to do. And you know, Jamie Jamie's
1: done the worst thing. He he was the hit and run, hit and run Moira and left her.
0: Yeah. He's not got a good track record, has he? No, no. Like we said, the Dales is a dodgy, dodgy place to uh, uh, to reside. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Belle. I mean, her kind of mental health issues go back a long way, don't they? Back to kind of like twenty fourteen um, when she killed, like you said, when she killed her best friend Gemma. I mean, she's she's not been in a good place for a really long time. So I think this is going to be the real um, crescendo, if you like.
1: Yes, she. So she accidentally killed her best friend. I mean, that's that's really quite traumatic. Um, and then she got she got involved with Lachlan, who really... who was also mentally unstable, and she went through the ringer with him. So she's had several, several episodes, and she is... This is serious.
0: She has serious schizophrenia. She is on medication for it. Yeah, it's actually a really... Um... Again, really kind sort of interesting storyline, but they kind of go... In, in, in the Dales, they go to extreme lengths, don't they? <laughs> always, they Always, always, which, of course, makes it great viewing. Um, <laughs> talking of great viewing, we've got some breaking news um, from the Square this week, haven't we? Because um, Kush is about... Well, he's set to exit EastEnders, would you believe it?
1: He is. So, um, Davood... Gadami, who plays him, uh, he's going to exit next year. I'm hoping they're going to, he's, uh, Kush is going to go out in a blaze of glory, which would be great for him. I would imagine, you know, Davoud, he's done strictly. He's probably, he probably wants to try something new. He's been there six years. You know, there are there are other places he can work, other dramas,
0: comedies, anything, yeah. films. I think it's quite difficult for a lot of these actors to uh, they become quite typecast, don't they? And so they oh you're from EastEnders. And you, we've seen some uh, amazing transitions, you know, Saran Jones, um, Catherine Kelly, you know, some people that have really broken that. And you don't think of them as Corrie or EastEnder stars anymore, do you? But I no. think you've got to get out before that happens. Because for some people, although for some people it suits them very nicely, it's a nice pay packet, they're very happy yep. doing what they're doing, it becomes a family to them, why would they leave? you know yes. um, and I think it, that does work for some people but I suspect like you say um, Davu's done strictly and, and, and perhaps there's lots of other opportunities afoot for him um, of course there's Whitney's trial continuing as well isn't there um, will there yes. be a verdict will we finally have a verdict there is
1: a verdict this week and of course that would be embargoed and I couldn't give it away um, but you do have you know she's in a bit of a bind because she, Grey is representing her and he's really struggling to contain his guilt um Karen his his mother-in-law thinks it's grief and won't hear a bad bad word about him and um when Linda steps in to help with his kids because you know like he's you know a bereaved father with two children that's how he's acting Mm. um he snaps at her um but back at court um you know Whitney's trial is mirroring mirroring his own abusive actions so this is really really ramping it home to him you know Leo was stalking and abusing Whitney. He was, a, he was aggressive towards her. Grey had an, is an abuser, was aggressive in his marriage, and murdered his wife. So there are, you know, the parallels are there.
0: I so, mean, it depends whether the guilt gets the better of him, I suppose, and he decides to try and do the right thing. Um, yeah. Often that doesn't happen, in soap particularly.
1: <laughs> so this is a really serious, you know, so this storyline is really serious. Eastenders have to bring Gray to; they, they have to make him pay for his actions. He has to come to court. Chantelle's killer does need to be brought to justice. Yeah, she needs her moment, doesn't she? She does. She does. It, he needs to pay for his actions, and Eastenders cannot cannot shy away from this. But yeah, this it's just week, when. Yes, when that's the big thing. When will he? When when will he do this? Uh, this week he is dishevelled in court will will his outburst affect the outcome of whitney's trial or will he just confess all i love the fact there's
0: only one lawyer in the square always has been hasn't there? yes yes <laughs> um, and there's a big shock for stacy can yes, you tell there me more is. on that yes very very big shock for stacy
1: and i can't say any more what i can't
0: you can't <laughs> need that hanging no, no no no
1: what can i squeeze <laughs> out of you there isn't anything I can we can talk about that next week but this week yeah there is a massive shock for Stacy.
0: It's going, mm, she's going to be very cliffhanger upset. folks cliffhanger alert. <laughs> um okay moving swiftly to, to Hollyoaks because I can't stand not knowing. Um <laughs> exciting um news cuz Jeremy Edwards who played Kurt Benson and was best mates with Tony is um making a return for the show's 25th anniversary. Yes next week Hollyoaks is 25. Can you believe it? Somebody, I, no, I can't, actually.
1: I, think, I never think of Hollyoaks as being 25. I still think of no. it. It is the new kid on the block still, but, you know, it is, it is a 20, it's, a, it's a mature adult now,
0: isn't it, really? It really yeah. is. It really is. And um, you do think of it, I suppose, because you think of the viewing uh, viewers as, as, I suppose, a younger uh, kind of cohort, I suppose. But, yeah, it, it doesn't feel... 25 years, unbelievable. Almost as old as me. <laughs> Yes, 1995 is when it
1: started. So, um, so this week, you know, for, for next week, they're doing they're bringing back lots and lots of people, and one of them they're bringing back is Jeremy Edwards, who played Kurt Benson and was best mates with Tony. Now, Kurt died yeah. off screen in a jet ski accident, but. Will Kurt be seen in a vision,
0: or perhaps a shocker awaits Tony? We don't know. We'll have to tune in to find out. I mean, it's going to have to be something quite random, you know, because clearly he couldn't just be back. Because um, Jeremy Edwards uh, usually crops up in sort of BBC um, children's programmes. Now I've noticed
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was, you know, he was he he was one of the rising young stars back in 1995 when Hollyoaks first first broadcast. Um, so it'll be interesting, and him and Tony were really Kurt and Tony were really big mates. So that's that's. But Tony, of course, is in a bad place with what his father's doing to him. He is like literally your favourite baddie, isn't he? Edward? Yes, he is. So Kurt could come back as a as a vision quite easily, um, or perhaps um, perhaps they're going to do a Dallas, and uh, Tony will step out of the shower, and the last two series will have just been a dream.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> anything's possible in soapland. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is oh and there's other stuff at, at play here though isn't there? there's other kind of sad things as well because um diane's hair you know she obviously D- diane's been in a bad way um and her hair starts to fall out it does
1: so my favorite buddy is edward i mean you know i loved breeder but you know she's gone so
0: Actually, yeah, Breeder gave him a good run for his money for a baddie. Yeah, you're right. You know,
1: Edward. You know, Joe McGann plays him so well. It's just that, that he's he's got so many facets to him. That's what I. That's what you need in a good baddie. Um, mm. you know, and he's doing this to his son. You know, why would you do? Why would you do that it's to horrible. your son? Horrible. And he gave. You know, he gave. Tony uh, to test her own and that made him have violent outbursts that frightened Diane, his wife. Um, and he you know, and he also made Tony believe that he had a brain tumour. Um he's isolated Diane from Tony, so he split the couple up. Tony's living in a in a shabby caravan. Um and um he's he suggests that Diane stop wearing her wedding ring, you know, and she doesn't really want to take her wedding ring off. Does she still care for Tony? Is she ready to give up on her marriage? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Edward has done more. Diane's hair is yes, you're right, is falling out. Um, he says it's due to stress, and that you know the way to to get over this stress would be to start divorce proceedings. So he's really driving a wedge between the two. But you know what? He gave his son to without him knowing it. So. I'm I'm suspecting maybe he popped drugs
0: in Diane's drink or food and this is why her hair is falling her out. Hair is falling out. When so when are they going to fight? this isn't an obvious one to kind of work out this baddie. and as we know in Hollyoaks um the baddies can go on for quite some time before they get retribution.
1: Yes, I really this I think this storyline really could go on and on because because Edward is such a good character. I wouldn't I would really miss him if he were to leave.
0: Mm, yeah that yeah it it would be a shame he's a great character but at the same time poor poor old tony i know i know because the
1: thing is he came from he came out of being uh being held captive by breeder straight into the machinations of his father so he actually hasn't had a break from bad
0: things happening to him yeah that's true And, and with the 25th anniversary um coming up obviously they'll be planning and planning an awful lot and you know i can't wait to see it. it'll be absolutely brilliant in, in true hollyoke style but we've got the mcqueens um uh, rejoining us haven't we teresa mcqueen's coming back yes she is
1: so for the 25th one thing i can say is next week there's going to be a massive storyline for the mcqueens and you couldn't really have a massive storyline without teresa and this week she pitches up ready she just walks into the square and everyone's gobsmacked and she's she's as gorgeous as ever and you know this is really she's she's really going to be the centerpiece for next week's 25th they are really bringing out the big guns for this aren't they they are and i i think it's really nice because in covid times we we want something to look forward to and Hollyoaks always always have a really good way of doing stuff so it's always Mm. really edgy drama but also quite nostalgic
0: in some ways yes
1: yes because they're bringing back people who you know for example jeremy he was one of the originals so yeah we've got we've got well-loved characters and originals coming back
0: yeah absolutely and so any um moving away from Hollyoaks, we obviously can't wait for that the, the the big show and the big 25th anniversary there's so many anniversaries this year um Oh, any more news on Casualty or Holby? We haven't kind of talked to them for the last few weeks because we haven't been able to. Um, but any updates on them? They are filming. I, I don't know when they're going to be coming back. I will As soon as I know, I will let you all know. Feels a bit odd just talking about the few, doesn't it? You kind of think, oh, no, where are the others? Everything else is trying to get back to normalcy. Although, you know, we, as we say, we probably take 10 steps forward and then 20 back don't yeah. we again generally I, But at the moment. But um,
1: I think what's happened is the... Um, the
0: filming is a bit slower because of all
1: the social distancing and yeah. you know the, the dramas have to have a certain amount of episodes already done before they can start filming uh, before
0: they can start screaming yeah absolutely absolutely well thank you claire thank you very much for all the gossip um I can't wait for next week um, for the big shock. I need to know for Stacey. Anyone else feel irritated by this lack of information, Claire? (laughs) Tell us more. Um, Can't wait till next week. Um, If you like what you hear, please subscribe and we'll see you same time, same place next week.